Prepare the farts. <coughs> What's that smell? It's, it's Nicholas's, Nicholas's cake. <laughs> and we're doing a very special episode. This is going to air after Christmas. And it'll be the week after Christmas. It'll be like around, oh, Thanksgiving time. I meant New Year's time. New Year's. Okay. Okay. So it'll be the beginning of the year. You've just eaten a bunch of food. I had a lot of cheese yesterday. So, this is very apropos for this episode. Apparently, um, cheese no longer, no longer agrees with me. But I did eat cheese for, like, two hours straight yesterday. I this, like this cheese is and the, crackers. the cheese podcast. Welcome to the cheese podcast. I'll, I'll tell you what kind of cheeses I have. I actually do have a, a, a favorite cheese. Do you want to know what it is? It's <laughs> <laughs> Winsley Dale in Africa. <laughs> oh, disgusting. It's delicious. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, my, do you know what my favorite cheese is? Oh, yeah. What is it? Cheddar. Uh, I walked right into that one. <laughs> oh, that's upsetting. Okay. Anyway, so after your big Christmas meal, you get ready for a cage dump. dump, dump, dump. One more. Dump. <laughs> <laughs> so the idea for this, I think, or I think we'll probably actually be doing a few episodes like this just because there are quite a few cage movies that let's be honest aren't that great and like i don't really know what to do with or and are, and are not full podcast worthy yeah exactly like i don't there's no real narrative to it he just sort of did it and that was it um so i've put three movies together that kind of we didn't know what to do with and um like i said i'll probably do this more in the future just because yeah because it's just, that's, that's, you know. Because we've seen, we've wasted a lot of we've time seen watching cage a films. a lot of cage movies already. I've just rotted our brain. And that, that we, we haven't recorded. Yeah. We haven't recorded Snake Eyes yet. We need to do that. I have no memory of watching Snake Eyes. I, I, I that's why I say in everyone, I'm a terrible podcast person because I don't remember any well, film that I ever see. The Well, yeah, no. My brain I, is just mush <laughs> at this point. Um, but these we haven't seen in a long time and we also didn't like them that much. And so we have even less memory of them. So get ready to be confused. Um, cause so are we, but yeah, I'm just gonna, this is gonna be super quick. Um, I mean, we've got things to do. We're releasing podcast episodes during Christmas. None of the other big podcasters are doing that. You should be very happy <laughs> big podcast. for what you get. Yeah. All of the big podcasters that have more than seven listeners. Um, I can't, you know, all of the, all of the, all the big ones, the big guys. Yeah. This American life. Uh, what's the, we certainly are on the same I can't even, I can't even think American of the name. What's the cereal? There you go. Cereal. We're yeah. just like cereal. We're just like cereal. We're doing the Lord's work here. I mean, come on. I mean, really we are, but we're going to talk about some, uh, and sorry, you know, if, if these happen to be some of your favorite Cage films. I don't know why they would, but it is possible that someone out there might say, hey, actually, I really like that movie, you know? Mm-hmm. But we didn't, so sorry. Um, so I'm just going to go through three. We're not going to talk about any of Cage's personal life. Um, but uh, let's get into it. Cage Dump. 
So the first movie is next. But nothing can prepare you. Don't do it. I already have. For what happens next. I'm next. Next. Not. I want to see, yeah. Not ringing a bell. I'm going to see, I think I know the answer for all of them. I've never (laughs) seen that film in my life. You have. (laughs) You have, and I was there. That's going to be the answer for all of them. I'm going to look at you and be like, yeah, yeah. Next. Which is next? Okay, so let me see if I can jog your memory at all. So, first things first. The one where he can see in the future? Yes. All right. 2007. uh, Cast-wise, it got Julianne Moore. I believe that the urgency of the situation compels the use of any and all resources to obtain Chris Johnson. Which, funny enough, we talked about in the Superman uh, documentary. They, you know, yeah. where she could have been. They could have worked together. Um, well, they worked together after all in the great movie Next <laughs> that we can't remember. So is that the one where he can only see, like, a minute into the future? Yeah, yeah. I have, I have the, I have the, I have the, um... <laughs> Well, I, maybe I should say that. For, so for each movie, I'm just going to go through, like, the when it was came out, the cast, the overview of the movie, and then kind of, like, of the, how it was received and, and, like, any interesting things I happened to come across. Um, so, yeah, we've got Julianne Moore. We've got Jessica Biel. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this was before she was with Justin Timberlake. So, you know, who knows? It could have been Jessica Biel and Nicolas Cage in the end. Oh, man. JT should have been in this film. <laughs> and it would have been... Yeah, I think if they had made this movie in, like, 2017 instead of 2007, maybe Justin Timberlake would have been in it. But we got Nicolas Cage. So uh, just going quickly over the movie, the film is actually loosely based on a a science fiction short story called The Golden Man by none other than than Philip K. Dick. Ah. Wow. PKD. Yeah, PKD. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) it's it's interesting to think that this this movie is so bad, but the script actually came from like a real writer's like a real idea. Well, I just remember this film being basically the same as another film that was a Nick Cage film. Yeah. What? I felt like it was just the same film as something else we'd seen and I was like these are merging into each other and I can't differentiate which is which um you know we're gonna be like 90 years old and be like once I, like, what was for that six film? months of my life I made a Nicolas Cage podcast and I watched it every <laughs> and no week. one watched it <laughs> <laughs> no one listened and then we came up <laughs> and I like, watched the same film over and over and your again. grandkids are just gonna be like shut up grandma <laughs> no one cares I'm still gonna be saying like random Nicolas Cage facts and they're gonna be like Grandma is losing it. She keeps talking about Nicolas Cage. I've seen every possible end in here. None of them are good for you. Okay, um, okay, so let me, okay, uh, overview the movie. So the film tells the story of Chris Johnson, who is Cage, a small-time magician, which I already oh, yeah. don't like. That was another Cage in Vegas, like, opening, yes. and it's like, this is every single Cage yes. film I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, is it the one where he flips the table over, or is that a different one? Where he flips. That the... was leaving Las Vegas. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's just, I've seen. I just feel like every single film, Cage is in Vegas, and then he drives a fast car. Yeah, no, he does. He's happened. in Vegas for a lot of his movies. That that we can't deny. Um, a lot of films start with him in Vegas. Mentalists, magicians, illusionists. You'd be shocked to know that sometimes, not often, 
but sometimes it's the real deal. Um, okay, so okay, Chris Johnson, Vegas. Uh, also, I don't like uh, I don't like magicians. I'll say it. I don't like magicians. Fuck you. I like magic. <laughs> I, I like magic. I love magicians, but I hate magicians. Magicians are cool. I'm sorry if you're a magician out there. Magicians are not cool, Alice. Magicians are notoriously They're not cool because uncool. they're cool. Nope. They're all, they all No, they are cool because they're not cool. No, no, no. Just, I like magic. Do, the only magician that I like on a, on a personal level. David Blaine. No, I hate David Blaine. David Blaine is the best is, magician. <laughs> is, is, um, which, uh, Teller, because he doesn't speak. What about Penn Jillette? Penn. No. Penn is awesome. He all was Zell in Sabrina. I know. <laughs> all magicians, they all have that smug look in their eyes. Like they That's know something that you don't. But they do. They know so much that Ugh, we don't know. Whatever. It's just magic. I like the magic, but it's just like give, like if I could take the magician no, because out of fuck the magic. You, because if you, get a, if you get a magician that pretends to not be a lame magician and tries to be cool and hit with the kids, no, no, they suck. No, no, no. They you all want a, suck. No, you no, want a magician. Magicians across the board, any magician. You want, no, you want a magician to be with the like top hat and like be a magician you know go full magician no any cool. any kind any type of magician is no bad I, to me. I disagree hiding behind a few 50 dollars tricks hiding in plain sight um this is the magicians podcast welcome back we we, we hotly debate magician theory um well anyway nicholas cage is a magician and oh well a small time magician whatever that means i don't i don't know I don't know what that means. Like he just does magic. Like on I know, the I know many fun. small time Ew, magicians. Okay, that's that's fine. just upsetting. <laughs> um, so he's a small time magician based in Las Vegas who has limited precognition. This is where it gets wild. His ability allows him to see into the very immediate future. Um, literally, um, just two minutes into the future. Yep, that's right, two minutes. Uh, but it's always at a very convenient time. Yeah, and he can't, like, control... He never just sees him, like, or having a shit on the toilet. It. I can't... I honestly like... can't remember. Can he control it? Or I don't does think it he can. Happen? It just happens. Is it, like, That's So Raven, where she just, like... Oh. Yeah, but it only happens when it's, like, he needs it to happen. Okay, but it he doesn't... can't be... But he can't be, like, okay, think, Maybe think, think. he can, because it remember. does happen when he wants it to. Yeah, maybe he can. I don't know. Either way, no, no matter how you... Uh, no matter how you slice it, it, whether you can control when it happens or not, it's still a pretty lame I power. want him to have a vision and it's just him, like, having a nap. <laughs> <laughs> taking a dump. Yeah, it's just him <laughs> on the toilet. Like, I just... I'm not a god. I can't see everyone's future. Only my own. And only within two minutes. Except for when I saw her. But we'll come back to that. That's what would really happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, in my life, that's for sure. Just yeah, just me sleeping. Or he gets a vision of him eating. like shitting his pants, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, I know to go to the toilet now. You know, I know to go and stop." <laughs> that's what I mean, though. This is a lame power because that's all you would really use it for. Like, you're not gonna, you know what I mean? Like, no one, like two minutes into the future is not a lot of time, and you're probably gonna be doing exactly the same thing that you're doing when you look into the future. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, it's like it's not enough time to for you to get anywhere. Prepare yourself. Yeah. So it's like you're you're just gonna. Yeah, it's it's weird that what he pulls off with this useless skill. It's okay. Look at me. It's over. It's over. No, it's not. He somehow manages to calculate oh, like, yes. ridiculous things. Yes. Let me get to that. So for some reason, his lame ass power makes him a target. For not only a highly, highly motivated and heavily armed group of terrorists, but also wanted by the FBI to help them fight those same terrorists. So for some reason, there's 
terrorists that are doing like blowing up like i think they have like a nuclear weapon or something if i remember correctly some sort of some sort of bomb thing i don't know um where it's like oh you know like it's kind of, it's kind of like 24 honestly it reminded me a little yeah. bit of 24 but um where you know yeah they're gonna blow up you know the city and they're after cage for some reason and uh, he also get or maybe like the fbi agent who is julianne moore gets finds cage first and then the terrorists figure like see him and they're like oh we could use him too I, I don't know either way it's ridiculous this man can see only two minutes into the future here's the thing about the future every time you look at it it changes because you looked at it that is not that helpful all it allows him to do is run away well yeah. because he can see where people are gonna appear so he just goes the opposite direction i guess <laughs> yeah so he's he's a he's good. But I still running. don't see how seeing two minutes into the future is going to help a terrorist plot. Uh, I guess but that's the thing. It's like if you can see two minutes in the future, can you see two minutes into your own vision, or can you see two minutes into what other people are doing? Kendall, I think you're having another off day. Who the hell are you? I'm her future. Yes. See now, Alice, you're also getting into the thing that I I I also do not like really like time travel movies because of this reason. It hurts my head. I like don't he like thinking about it. That like, how would he know that that's happening exactly. unless there's a camera floating around, yes. like for him to see other people's actions? Yeah. But like, I there's a lot of plot holes as you can assume with any kind of time travel movie that isn't done like precisely. You know what I mean? Even in like one that is done like super super precise there's a lot of plot holes because time travel is confusing um so yeah they don't really answer any of that they don't really say how he got the power they don't like explain how it works they don't it's just sort of you're just dropped into it and Nicolas Cage has this weird power and the FBI want him because of course they do like um (laughs) okay so uh actually uh so the directors for all of these movies are kind of funny because they're not great movies so you can imagine they're not great directors um the director for this was some guy named lee tamahori uh he is famous for episode three season two of uh the sopranos toodle fucking you hell yeah yeah where richie comes out of jail you're saying so he's a bad director i know he he directed uh, sopranos well not true that's he, literally that means he's the greatest director all he's known ever. for is directing that episode and this movie which episode is that <laughs> it's, a, it's the episode where it? richie gets out of jail remember and he runs over beansy oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah um well, i mean i applaud that work you know? yeah no i mean I, I, when i saw that i was like mm, okay fair enough but then he also did oh sorry no he also did another big movie he did a james bond movie but he did one of the uh the least well-received James Bond movies <laughs> called uh, Die Another Day, which had, like, a bunch of, like, bad CGI and something like that. Um, and uh, also a cinema classic, Triple uh, X, State of the Union. Well, yeah. I noticed you were alone, too. Do you mind if I join you? Actually, I do. Oscar winning. With Vincent Diesel. Yep. Mm. Um, Sir Vincent Diesel, excuse me, how could I forget his... Vincent Diesel. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, as you can imagine, this is not, wasn't really well received critically or, like, in the box office. It has a 28% on Rotten Tomatoes, which isn't as bad as some of the movies we watched. I I feel like, I can't remember which one, but one of them definitely has 0% of the Nicolas Cage movies we watched. Yeah, what was it? I think a couple of them do. Yeah. Um, so it had a production budget of $70 million. Um, this was kind of a big deal in Hollywood when they were making it because it was based, what did you call him? A PKD? It's based on a, a PKD <laughs> hit. 
Um, so, and, um, like, other movies, like Minority Report and stuff like that had been really, really popular. So they were kind of hoping that it would, you know, be that. But it, it definitely wasn't. It was a $70 million budget. And then the film only grossed $76 million worldwide. So just barely, barely um, <laughs> made a profit, which I think... A nice little six mil. Yeah. In business terms, that's probably like nothing. Like that. I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, you're not a psycho. Right? Because the first psycho vibe I get, you're out of the car. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Um... And so, yes, as I said, Jessica Biel is in this movie. And yes, she is Cage's love interest in this movie. I needed to know. I needed to know their ages when they made this movie because it makes me angry that she was his love interest because she was, like, clearly way too young for him. And it was just weird. You can't have a middle-aged woman be a love interest because that's <sighs> disgusting. It just, it makes it's me so mad. disgusting and no one wants to see it. Okay, well, that's, I, I mean, Especially I know. Especially Cage. He doesn't want to have to touch <laughs> a wrinkly That's know, the woman thing is I age. don't think that cage feels that way but you watch i do have you ever seen cage with someone his age has Um, he ever been with anyone that's not in their 20s no well that's i don't know maybe that's just like a recent old man thing like he always dated age appropriate when he was younger but it wasn't until no but even when he's old yeah but it's like it lisa marie was around his age taste in like women stays the same age yeah you know And, and and when it comes to like movies and stuff it's like they when they're 20s, they date people in their 20s. And then when they're 50s, they also date people in their 20s. They still date people in their 20s. It's, it's gross. Because um, you watch the movie and you think, okay, Julianne Moore, like, she's still younger than Cage, but still a little bit more age appropriate. But no, he goes, Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel from 7th Heaven in 2007. So um, she was 25, around 25 in 2007. And Cage was around 43. You're beautiful. He was, like, almost double her age. That's disgusting. Um, like, he could have been her father. Um, so, spoiler alert, I don't know if anyone's going to run out to see this movie, but the film ends in the stupidest way. Again, why I don't like time travel movies, because I feel like they're they're just kind of like, oh, time travel. Like, we're not going to explain anything because it's time travel. Haha, <laughs> it all makes sense, right? Um, so the film basically ends with Cage failing. <laughs> he fails to stop this terrorist plot, and the bomb goes off, and everybody, like, dies, and then all of a sudden he just like wakes up um, and they're at like one of the beginning oh, scenes yeah, and it's a <laughs> because because, oh, yeah, it was a vision. All of that was just a vision, even though he could only see two minutes into the future. And we just watched like an hour and a half long movie. So basically the whole plot of the entire movie that we just watched was pointless and we don't get to know how it ends. They did <laughs> then the it typical like it's a dream. Thing, I, and it's just like, oh. It was awful. It makes you, it's like, it makes you angry, like, leaving, like, I can imagine people that paid to see that at the cinema leaving, like, furious. Definitely. Like, like... I made a mistake. What? I made a mistake. It's happening. When? Now! Well, it's just the like... big, like, fuck you at the end of yeah, it, Yeah, it's know? just like, like, it's just like, yeah, exactly, it's just like, like haha. None of what you watched happened... You just wasted your <laughs> life and your time for a movie that's not even going to explain what the fuck happens with the rest of the story. Bye. Like, have a good night. Like, that sucks. It sucks. The ending sucks. And the movie sucks. But the ending really made me angry. Um, so finally, I'm just going to um, give you a, a little thing of, uh, like, some reviews that I got. Justin Chang of Variety said the film plays, quote, like the cinematic equivalent of a choose-your-own-adventure novel. And that the plot, uh, like I said earlier, was highly reminiscent of 24. Because it is like within a day or something like that that all of this happens, isn't it? 
there's there's like a time clock onto it like yeah yeah because they have to do it before the terrorists blah blah blah. so it is it does feel a bit like 24 yeah it's him speeding trying to get somewhere yeah that's all i remember it's like and then he jumps that car (laughs) it's like 24 but like the worst version of 24 and then like without jack bauer and like all of the good stuff yeah and then with jessica beale and two minute they should have called it two (laughs) yeah like why is it called like like even the title doesn't really make whatever okay so that's one down the the dump down the (laughs) down the hatch one movie down the hatch um moving on to the next one what is it oh what is it oh it is season of the witch i think i'm pretty sure you fell asleep during this movie movie. (laughs) i i remember because i already have a rocky relationship with long-winded fantasy movies purely because purely because like i love lord of the rings i do too but we all do i mean i wouldn't say i love it i kind of hate it but I appreciate it's oh, good. Oh yeah, how could I forget drunk go- party goblin Alice yelling about <laughs> why Lord of the Rings Lord of the back? Rings pisses me off because... <laughs> yeah, you don't want to watch It's all, all right. <laughs> but every time I watch this film, <laughs> someone is forcing me to watch it. And they force me to watch all of them, <laughs> the, including the extended editions at once. And it makes you want to kill yourself. <laughs> it's horrible. It's unnecessary long. No movie needs to be that long. Yeah. And Seasons of the Witch was like Titanic. was like watching that, only it was one film and it was infinitely less interesting and entertaining. Yeah. And it made me want to blow my brains out. What madness is this? This is a curse from hell. It was bad. It was look, I, I can't I can't deny it, man. It was really bad. And it was like when I looked at the cover of it, like I thought, ooh, like maybe this will be like a fun, like cage freak out in fantasy world. Like I'd I'd you know, that sounds fun. But then you watch it and it's just like, oh, this isn't even like a good, bad cage movie. This is just a bad movie. Like, this is just bad. It was so boring. It was so boring. It was so boring. For like a fantasy movie, like, it was just people like walking it was around. Ju- yeah, and literally. It looked, it looked miserable. Like, like, cinematography was all like dark, all dark and horrible. Everything was boring. And I remember being pissed off because I went on like a date the like day before where the guy recommended we watch that film <laughs> okay Alex. And, then, and then it didn't work out okay because well he made me watch that film that's sure. that's what that's what that's I what did it oh harsh. Tell <laughs> harsh uh it was that at that moment i knew it wasn't gonna work <laughs> you're not afraid of me are you well actually funny enough i don't know he might kind of have been on to something not because i think this movie is good but because when i went to go see that cage talk remember like a few months ago where yeah. it was like a talk about you know nicholas cage and why he's a great actor they mentioned season of the witch yeah as like one of the movies like in all the movies they were talking about and they mentioned season of the witch and i was just like wait what like did i miss something we didn't finish it did we I, we did i think you fell asleep i'm pretty sure you fell asleep <laughs> I'm pretty sure you I have no I have no clue what happens in that film. I just remember being like this is boring. I have no asleep. memory of this movie either. I have like little snippets of this movie in my head, but no memory of like the plot or the names or like anything. The hour of our judgment is upon us. Um and when I was researching this movie, there is actually there seems to be a small small group of people on the internet that love this movie. 
We need to give it another shot. I don't know that we do, Alice, <laughs> do we? Can't we, can't we just say that we did? Because even when I did the research for it again, I was just like, oh, yeah, no, I don't know. I just was again. But some people really like it for some reason. I don't know. I don't know if you're one of those people. Um, if we have, of all the seven people that listen to us, let me know because I don't get it. And I maybe I need someone to explain it to me. I don't know. If you're still, we'll believe. But uh, let me just give you a quick rundown of it. This was a little bit uh more recent so this was 2011 uh they have ron perlman in the cast so that's his cage's main co-star is ron perlman and then they have robert sheehan who's so cute who i think like if um you know how like when hollywood makes movies about real people they kind of like get a better looking version of that person um like tanya harding they got freaking margot robbie to play tanya harding so uh, if they made a movie of my life they would get robert sheehan to play thomas (laughs) (laughs) robert sheehan is the taller better looking version of thomas i'm sure he'll love to hear that (laughs) <laughs> while edit while listening through this he podcast. Would, hey, I edit this podcast. <laughs> Thomas doesn't even listen to this, so I can say well, whatever right. I want. Um also I think he would agree because it's true. He's like got the big curly hair and the same eyes and all that stuff. He just yeah. It's just the Hollywood version of him. Um Do you know who would play me? Uh are you gonna tell me or are you Danny DeVito? <laughs> okay, first of all, I have seen Sir Danny DeVito and he's way too short to play you. He's he needs some some like just Danny DeVito with like a wig and like a fringe (laughs) but no no no, not a fringe just a clip on a fringe just a clip on fringe but with his balding head that'd be funny yeah the end is in sight um okay anyway and they also have uh Claire Foy in it who so if anyone like watches The Queen on Netflix that was before that obviously this movie was but they have a young Claire Foy in that do you believe I'm a witch Bayman and they also have Christopher freaking Lee is in this movie because apparently he's just like, oh, fantasy movie? Yes, I'll be in it. Is he the, is he the same character as he is in... I think so. Who I... is he? Saruman? Yeah. Is he Saruman? <laughs> no, he does, he's not actually... like He's not the same name is or anything. Is it the same universe? <laughs> no. Is it Tolkien? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Um, so, okay, let me hit you with the with the overview and see if you remember the plot event okay cajun perlman star is two i don't know how to say this t-e-u teutonic teutonic i don't know teutonic knights who return from the crusades to find their fatherland ruined by the black death by the plague two church elders accuse a girl claire foy of being uh the witch responsible for the destruction they command the two knights to transport the girl to a monastery so the monks can lift her curse from the land the film draws inspiration from the 1957 film The Seventh Seal, which I've never seen. That is not what I say. I will take the girl, but if she is not what you say, she will not be yours to burn. That's another reason why I hated it. Mm. And the reason why I find some Lord of the Rings movies difficult to watch is because it's just people walking, trying to get to a place yeah. for the entire film. It is, basically, yeah. And it's like, and then it's like they fight things and then they continue walking and it's like i, I just can't well it makes me go to sleep <laughs> well obviously i mean it did for, it did for, it did for this movie um i mean this the, that's basically i mean that plot is basically the whole thing like nothing nothing really happens other than like what just i just like said point it's, a to point b yeah it's so you know but it takes an extortionately long time really long to time get to point a to point b <laughs> now i disagree of course with the lord of the rings but 
this this is just like they don't put anything else in it it's like there's not any like side plots or like little other stories going on it's literally what i just said it's like stretched out for way too long mm. you know what i mean um so the director was dominic cena uh he seemed to be mainly... related to uh no it's it's john s-e-n-a all right uh <laughs> um from what i could see he was mainly a music video director like he directed a lot of music videos um but I want to say, so this is going to kind of spoil what the, the last movie on the list is, but two out of the three movies that are on this cage dump list, Dominic Cena directed. Oh, no. <laughs> not a li- big fan. Of- <laughs> We're not a big fan, sir. I'm sorry. They must be punished. Um, and it's weird because he, like, really hasn't done anything else. Like, I don't, like, it's really, like, he's really only done these two movies and that's it. And, like, a bunch of music videos. Um... So pretty much everyone dies in the end. I don't know if you remember that, but they do. Um, they have some sort of battle. Oh, it's like Claire Foy is actually a witch, but she's being possessed by like a spirit. But so she's not like, you know, she's not really like, it's not her fault or whatever. And the whole, and they have this like big final battle and like everyone dies. Nicolas Cage dies. Ooh. Nicolas Cage dies. Everybody dies. And, but Claire Foy is like saved from the whatever witch demon uh, oh, and Robert Sheehan also lives. And luckily for us, Claire Foy is not Nicolas Cage's love interest. Um, so Claire Foy and Robert Sheehan sort of go off into the distance and that's how the movie ends. Okay, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's finish this. This was, funny enough, fun fact, Claire Foy's very first film at all. Like, So this was her big break. Going, going in strong with that one. <laughs> oh that's so sad i mean i bet she thought like oh i'm sure it's a, a good Hollywood film movie. i'm just like i just have no, I, a I, short I'm sure fuse it's not. for that specific genre i'm sure it's not atlas i'm sure it's not a good film i don't think it is i i, I don't i it didn't looking it up didn't make me want to watch it again even talking about it now doesn't make me want to watch it again it was very very boring there was no fun cage scenes it was just bleh. uh i have no memory of this movie and it has a nine percent on rotten tomatoes so there you go we're gonna need more holy water. Like I said, a very oh oh, oh wait wait. Uh, I just have to say, in terms of Razzie Awards, it was nominated for um, Nicholas Cage, sadly for worst actor, but he lost um, because this was the year of Jack and Jill. So oh, Adam Sandler won yeah. it for Jack and Jill, and just go with it. Um, critically, uh, it was not well received. Um, I have a quote here: Associated Press movie critic Christy Lemire called Season of the Witch. Quote, a supernatural action thriller that's never actually thrilling. She wrote, quote, the scenery is drab, the battles are interchangeable, and no one seems particularly interested in being there. <laughs> and I would agree. It was so boring. Like It seemed like Nicolas One Cage, of the most boring films I've yeah, tried to ever watch. Um, I mean, you know, Nicolas Cage has made a lot of movies. Some, not all of them can be good. And it looked like he was also thinking, when can I go home? Like, yeah. I do not want to be here. You've come a long way, my friend. Across oceans, deserts, seen things few men have seen. Um, so moving on to the next Dominic Cena classic, we have <laughs> Gone in 60 Seconds. <laughs> Time it took them. Well, let's go, let's go, go. To steal your car. car. Hello, ladies. 60 Seconds. 60 seconds. Which, funny story about this movie, 
I have so little memory of watching this movie. I put the trailer on for us to watch again because I was like, oh, we haven't watched Gone in 60 Seconds. Let's watch Gone in 60 Seconds. And halfway through the trailer, Alice was like, we've already seen this movie. (laughs) (laughs) And I had no memory of it. (laughs) None. (laughs) We were like amping up to watch it again. And like halfway through, I'm Thank just God like, you I, I was like, I swear I've seen this. You're like, no, no, I know, we haven't. I know. I was like, no. And I was like, no, fuck off. We've seen this. <laughs> it was like, oh no. Oh yeah, we definitely had seen it before. Um, I yeah, I, like that's how convinced. That's how little I remembered it that I was convinced and that I was arguing with you that I we had not seen this movie, but when in fact we had. <laughs> and um, not too long. No, ago. <laughs> no, like, it was like a couple a, of weeks. It was a couple of weeks. It wasn't like months or anything. Um, which is a shame too because I was really excited to watch this movie. I like action movies. I like dumb action movies. I like car action movies. Um, I love Fast and the Furious. So I was like, yes, Gone 60 Seconds. This is my movie. But I <laughs> did not make any imprint on my brain. After we talked about it a little bit, all I, c- I could remember one thing from the movie and that is um, that I just continuously kept yelling, this is exactly like Fast and Furious. This is the same plot as Fast and Furious. I don't think I can watch any more Cage driving a car <laughs> film we need a break from driving like, a car films. i need a break from the car chase cage era because it's it's rough i hope oh, there's no more oh there's definitely more i hope there's no more I can't. we still haven't done like the rock uh, i just can't i think that's definitely an action movie um but we don't have to do it right now we do this we do it my way uh okay so let me go over this movie um oh oops Okay, so it was made in. Oh, <laughs> it's made in two thousand. Um, it's got a big cast actually. It's got Angelina Jolie, um, oh, which is yeah. pre babies, pre bad Brad Pitt. She sucked in that film as she well. Did. I remember her being particularly awful yep. in that film. Yep. Uh, I was excited to see her. She was like rocking the like um, bleach hair, like she, she had in Girl Interrupted, didn't she? Yeah, she had terrible hair in this movie. Actually, funny enough, uh, not Cage for once. Um, it's got Michael Pena in it, who I like as an actor. They have funny enough Master P as like the main bad guy, and I was like, does is anyone like intimidated by Master P, Little Romeo's dad? I don't think so. Um, they also had Timothy Oliphant, Scott Can, Giovanni Ribisi, who, if anyone's a Friends fan, that's Phoebe's brother in Friends. Is this the one where they start, like, speaking gibberish and we feel like that we're losing our minds? They start, like, saying weird words. I swear they were, like... I don't know. Like I said, I have so little I feel like there's a movie. scene where they're in some kind of, like... That could have been Snake Eyes, though. Which we haven't talked about yet. Oh, my yet. God. Snake... Because Snake Eyes was pretty wild, you know what I mean? Which is the one where they're like, Dr. Lime. Oh, Dr. Dr. Lime. Lime. That was Deadfall. That was Deadfall. No, there was there was another film where there's Dr. someone Lime. with a stupid name and it's Lime. gone in 60 seconds. Dr. Lime's Hot Diamond Soap. Oh, no. Oh, uh, are you thinking of, um, could you maybe be thinking of, um, they had a bunch of stupid names in uh, 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 Con Air as well. No, it's not Con Air. Okay, okay. That's funny. My name's Roger. Two Rogers don't make a riot. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Christopher Eccleston, Robert Duvall, um, this was produced by Jerry Bruckheimer, um, like I said, it's basically a watered down Fast and Furious, it's basically, like, a Fast and Furious, but, like, with none of the fun stuff of Fast and Furious, but it's, like, very similar, um, so the plot quickly, Kate's younger brother, who is Giovanni Ribisi, is, um, a young and -and up-and-coming car thief, which apparently, I don't know, you apparently can be a young and -and up-and-coming car thief, um, 
he botches, Rabisi botches a job uh, for like, you know, this big mean gang boss or whatever and the boss gets really mad and threatens to kill him and someone feels bad for Nicolas Cage's little brother and goes to tell Nicolas Cage who's like well known on, on the streets as being this big time car thief little trick I learned at the car thief retirement home by the time the first car's reported stolen your ship set sail so Cage gets wrangled into stoling back, stealing back the stolen car. Well, okay, wait. <laughs> stoling back the stealing this is, car. Because this is what the, the plot of this movie is so dumb. It's like hard to even get out of my mouth. Um, so Nicolas Cage is. Oh, they have to steal like they a million cars. They have to steal cars. it back, basically. They have to steal loads of cars at it's once. It's like though, over they? 50 cars. Yeah, yeah. Um, which the, like, his, Nicholas Cage's brother had messed up the job, so the police had taken the car, so Nicholas Cage was, like, in charge of getting the cars back for this crime boss. I just find cars as a subject boring. I, I do too, I but I like I never give watching, a shit about cars. I like watching I don't chase. understand movies about cars. I don't understand guys that are obsessed with cars. You don't like, like Jerry Seinfeld? If you just have a car and it moves, that's all that matters. Why does it have to be a, why do you have to, like, call it she? Why do you have to, like, want to... Jerk off your car. Like, why can't you just drive it, you know? Okay, let's drive. Why isn't this drive happy? Why is it this is we're not we're not even talking about drive angry, are we? No. <laughs> drive happy. I don't I just hate car movies. I I, I don't Especially mind cars too. Cars too. <laughs> oh. Thomas's little brother watches that movie. Or not anymore, but he used to like he would literally like Put it like put it on, watch the full movie, then it would stop, then he would press record, like play again, and it would just play over and over and over and over. Oh God, I never want children. Um. Uh. Okay. So so Cage is in charge of stealing the cars back for his little brother, so he doesn't get killed by this crime boss. Um. A lot, bunch of like Fast and Furious esque montage scenes. There are a lot of montage scenes in this movie. Um. Ensues and the film ends like every Fast and the Furious movie ends with beers and a barbecue, which is why I was like, oh my god, this is literally this is literally the Fast and Furious. Like, oh yeah, they stole that plot from this movie. Okay, you break it, you buy it, my friend. <laughs> and I'm onto something because the first Fast and Furious wasn't until 2009. Gone in 60 Seconds was in 2000. So. Gone in six seconds was before Fast and Furious. Exactly. So Fast and Furious Stop. ripped it off. Why would they rip that off though? Surely it'd be the other way around. They've made like 17 movies of it now, so it worked. But I don't know. Um, whoever makes the Fast and Furious movies, let me know. Um, I'm sure you listen to this. Uh <laughs> this movie uh was not popular critically, but it was actually popular in the box office. Um, because I don't know. In 2000, there was nothing People else to do. People liked to see fast cars. People thought they were going to die in 2000. They thought the world was going to end. So they no, were like, I feel oh. like fast car movies are popular because people with a short attention span like to see cars go vroom vroom and it's go like, fast. It's like but a, there's like no Bobby. story like going on. Yeah, and it's yeah. like... I, it's like watching a Transformers movie well, like where like you're just watching movie, it really. because it's like, oh, big machine, go boom. Yeah, that's like any but action I can't, movie. I can't deal with it. That's like any action movie. That's why I like watching them is because I don't have to think. That's uh, Anaconda is one of the greatest movies ever made. It needs to it needs to have a good amount of camp schlockiness to oh, well, it for Anaconda me to enjoy it. Because you know? that's before action movies it's made. like this this act like gone six seconds is an action movie without any of the schlockiness yes. there's no like you know it's, it's no it's con air fun. there's no you know 
Cyrus the virus. Yeah. There's no like funny <laughs> no, no, element no. to it. It is just people driving yeah, fast. Yeah. Um, that's why action movies made before um, uh, CGI are the best because they have to use like these shitty like puppets and stuff. <laughs> that's why Anaconda is so great because they they just use these horrible snake puppets and you know there's just like a PA on the side just like. That's just like throwing it into the shot, and then like, and then uh, what's his face? Uh, oh, what's his name? From what? You, me, and Dupree. Oh, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson is just in the movie, just wow. like ah, just like pretending to get eaten by a snake. Wow. He's. Oh, I love that movie. Oh gosh, we should. Oh, I could do a podcast where I just watch I have that movie not over seen. And over again. I have not seen uh, that film. I don't. You're thinking that I've seen that, but I have no memory of Owen Wilson ever being in a Nick Cage film. No, not Nick Cage. He was in Anaconda. <laughs> oh, I thought you you said you were talking about something else. You were talking about. I'm still talking about Anaconda. I can't stop talking about it. No, no, okay. no. Sorry. Um, back to Nicolas Cage. Back to Nicolas Cage. Um, so it wasn't wasn't critically popular. Uh, 25% on Rotten Tomatoes, but but was popular in the box office. She tells me only one thing: there's too many self-indulgent wieners in this city with too much bloody money. Um, yes, like we mentioned, Angelina Jolie's Angelina Jolie's hair is awful. She wears like it's like fake dreads, but they're not really dreads, but they are like it's just bad. Um, and again, yes, Angelina Jolie is Nicolas Cage's love interest. How, how, on what planet, where, why, I don't know. <laughs> um, she, again, was around 25 at the time, and Cage was 36, which is a little bit better, I guess, because this was made in 2000, but still too old. Um, yeah, and I don't remember watching this movie. And that's it. Champagne would fall from the heavens, doors would open, velvet robes would part. That's all I have. So that's the cage dump. And down it goes. I feel much lighter now. Don't you? I feel, I feel relieved. Like I've, I've made a lot of room. I've passed that bowels. through my system. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> it's down the, down the tubes, never to be seen again. Okay. Enjoy, noise. enjoy whatever le- you have left of your holidays. I don't know when this will come out. Goodbye. Farewell. Not the ah! Do not put this in the podcast. <laughs>